When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline Leaf, and today we're going to be talking about those thoughts that steal our peace, like if only, could have, should have, would have, I can't. How many times have you said those? I tell you, so many times. I had to do so many 63-day neurocycles to get myself through those, And I tell you, I'm a different person set free from not getting completely tormented and torturing myself with if-onlys, could-haves, would-haves and should-haves. So I'm going to explain what those are and how we can manage those today. And I'm doing this in response to a question that I've had several times about how do I deal with these I-can'ts and should-haves, could-haves, would-haves. So that we're going to be discussing today. But before we begin, I want to remind you about my conference running in Dallas, Texas from the 2nd to the 4th of December this year, my annual mental health retreat, where you're going to learn to get your mental health under control, which is something that we all need to do all the time because you don't even go three seconds without your mind working. So if we don't manage our mental health, our mental health is a mess, which means our brain and body are a mess. So this is filled with practical how-tos, understanding anxiety and depression and panic attacks and people-pleasing and shock-absorbing and all those things that we do, like intrusive thoughts, the could have, should have, would have. We're going to be talking in depth about how to manage those. I'm going to be doing practical exercises with you. There's meet and greets, book signings, lots of great contact. We will be following CDC guidelines to keep you safe as well. So go to the show notes for the link and register. There's only a few places left. And then also don't forget that this podcast is for educational purposes and not for medical purposes. If you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And if you want to help me with these podcasts, we don't charge, obviously, just go and subscribe. We would love you to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Anchor or Apple or wherever you listen, go and subscribe. And if you would leave me a review and tell me what you what you like about the podcast and what things you'd like me to cover and put some questions there and leave a review. That would really help me. And I thank you for that. And now on to today's podcast. So this is such an important topic because when we talk about the things like the if only, could have, should have, would have, my husband always talks about the if only and then the ugly cousins of should have, would have, could have. Because honestly, my life was so consumed by them. I was tormented by constantly doing something and then spending all the time saying, if only I had that, chosen that at the restaurant, if only I had said that in this way, if I could have done this, I would have done that, I should have. I tell you, I used to torment myself. I used to spend so much time in my head narrating how it would have worked out if I had or could have or should have or would have. Meanwhile, you can't change what's happened to you. You can only change what's in you and you can make it work for you. But that certainly was not working for me. And it was creating a mindset of toxicity. And the more I did it, the more my brain predicted I would do it because I had wired it in. So it had become 
a very automatic prediction. Now, people often say, and I often hear therapists say this and counselors and and people kind of make the comment that, oh, it's just automatically these thoughts just pop up automatically and they control me. As though you're this helpless victim. Well, here's the good news. Your non-conscious mind contains all the thoughts that you have built in response to every single experience you've ever had. That means there's trillions of trees in your forest of thought trees. And some are healthy and green and some are toxic, okay, and dark and whatever and different shades, etc., etc. And now all of those are impacting your conscious functioning as you are triggered, and then the relevant existing thought trees will be triggered from the non-conscious into the conscious, and you then look at the current situation through the experience of the past. So those thought trees, and I'm going to hold up my famous trees, and for those of you that are listening, I'm holding up a toxic tree and a healthy tree, and I'm making them disappear and pop up, coming up from the non-conscious to the conscious mind. So as we are triggered and responding to something, we've got thoughts popping up. That's happening to you right now. But right now, hopefully, I'm making good thoughts pop up because I'm going to help you with something that maybe you're battling with. But there may be some of these if only could have, would have, should have things coming up. This holiday season, I am so excited to find the perfect gift for my loved ones as we take a much-needed mental self-care break and enjoy each other's company. Yes, finding a special gift for that special someone can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be, especially with Jenny Kane, my go-to shopping and holiday gifting destination for all things cozy and classic, pieces that will keep family and friends smiling well into the new year, and if we've been honest, for years to come. I love their incredible selection of clothing, accessories and home goods, and their amazing customer service. It's so easy to browse and shop online, and I've even found a few gifts for myself in the process, like their stylish suede and shilling lined mules, which keep my feet warm and go well with my cold weather outfits. I'm also a big fan of their beautiful cashmere beanies and a winter must-have. Truth be told, I never want to take this cozy beanie off during the colder months. When it comes to getting dressed, Jenny Kane believes in one thing, the art of simplicity. With a focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design, They make pieces that truly never go out of style. Their curated staples will work with everything in your closet, making it so simple to look put together in an instant. Find your forever pieces at Jenny Kane and get 15% off your first order when you use the code LEAF at checkout. It's J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E dot com promo code LEAF. The link and details will be in the show notes. Okay, so now a quick brain science lesson, a quick neuroscience lesson. Every experience you build, builds a specific thought, okay? So let's, let's say for this example, you're building a thought tree of this podcast and it's specifically about I can't, could have, would have, should have, whatever. So that's the name of the tree. And all the information I'm giving you is going into the root system and how you understand what I'm saying, your interpretation is going into the branches. This is filled with data, which are memories. Memories are data. The information and the emotions and everything, all of that is in these branches. This is your interpretation. So thought tree made of memories. Memories. The memories are information data and emotion data. This part above ground is your interpretation. The roots underneath the ground are the source. So I'm giving you the root information. You interpret. I say something goes there. You interpret grows there. So you're growing this thing all the time. That's specific to the content. Now, in addition to all these trillions of thought trees, We also have 
imagine, and I was trying to think of the easiest analogy for you. We also have, think of a hedge might be a good analogy. I'm going to give you two. Or think of a big, huge net. So in this huge forest, I want you to visualize big nets over clusters of trees. So where there's green clusters, you've got a nice, pretty looking net that's got like bright, pretty Christmas tree lights or whatever. Or I want you to imagine there's a beautiful green hedge around a cluster of thoughts that are kind of linked. Okay. So one of those two analogies. Around the toxic ones, I'm holding up the toxic tree. Imagine an ugly, spiky, big, gross, whatever, net hanging over these things, all dark and scary. Or imagine a really thick, thorny hedge, whichever one you want to do. Okay. Or make up your own. Okay. So visualization is a really good brain exercise. So what are the nets? The nets are the mindsets. So every thought you build and the ones that it's associated with and linked to has a mindset. And that mindset is kind of the attitude, the perspective that's being generated. So I can't, should have, would have, could have is a mindset. So if the I can't, should have, could have, would have is in the toxic zone, so it's around a toxic bunch of trees, then over as well as the detail of this toxic tree, which produces your communication, which is going to be toxic because whatever comes from this is toxic communication, what you say and do. In addition to that, it pull it pulls on the mindset, which is either the net or the hedge, whichever version you want. And that means that you are going to look at the situation that this is triggered and that the situation you're in, the context or whatever, you're going to look at it, this is going to come popping up and it's going to pull up with it the mindset. And I can't, should have, would have, could have, if only, is that is one of those big nets. They're toxic. They are nets that kind of, they put weights on them. They're heavy. They drag you down. They make you feel horrible because they drag into your body because all your memories are in your body as well, not only your brain, your brain, your body, and your mindset. They feel weighty. They feel they make you feel bad. You feel them in your body, etc. So now I'm going to have add to my demonstration. And for those of you listening, I'm putting on a pair of dark glasses. These are very big for me. They don't fit. Okay, so hopefully they'll stay on. So I am now looking at the mindset that I have pulled along with this toxic thought or cluster of thoughts as I'm in the situation that's triggered these, I'm looking at life through this very toxic, dark mindset. If only I did that. I can't do this. I'm consumed with I can't. I am, oh, would of, if I, that scenario, if I did this, why didn't I do that? And so, I mean, just saying it like that, I'm recalling some of the times that I've many times I used to do this and I can feel my heart's beating faster. My blood pressure's increased in that just recalling, as I said that, it brought back a memory of, of how I used to do that and of certain situations and how much time I lost. My heart started beating faster, my, which meant my blood pressure increased, which meant my cortisol's just shot up. So that toxic mindset that can, that net that I dragged along, that if only could have, would have, should have, made me feel terrible. Now, I'm going to put on some nice, bright, blue blocker glasses. And, and now I'm going to look at that net. I'm looking at like, I've pulled up this beautiful, bright, shining lights. Like, you know those 
bush lights at Christmas time. I love those Christmas tree lights that you put over the bushes and they've got all these bright sprinkly lights. I love those. That's our mindset here. So we're looking at life through this, blocking all the bad stuff and just seeing the good stuff and seeing things in a healthy way. So this is going to bring up that kind of mindset. Okay. So every thought, every experience becomes a thought with the specifics related to that experience. But in addition, there is always a mindset. There's always that net or hedge, whichever vision you want. And that influences how you see the situation, how you're looking at the situation. This way I'm going to look in a healthy, and then the toxic one is the, is the one I dem- just demonstrated. Okay, now, here's the, here's the interesting thing. Can we make the I can't, should have, could have, would have, work for us? Absolutely. Can you take this situation and turn it into this situation? So I had the dark glasses on and the toxic tree. Now I'm putting on the white glasses, blue blockers that I can see, that are prescription glasses I really can see with these on. I should wear them all the time. I can suddenly see myself (laughs) in the camera. So this, yes, you can turn it into this. So I can't, could have, would have, should have, can become something healthy. How? Well. Let me keep my glasses on. I can gather awareness of this toxic reaction and I can actually take those sunglasses off and I can say, okay, that toxic situation has dragged up this I can't mindset. So let me first fix the mindset because that's really blocking my ability to deconstruct and reconstruct this. Let me kind of get that net away and turn it into looking at it with this view, and then I can deconstruct and reconstruct that into the healthy version. Sometimes it's so hard to find the because of and to do the neurocycling to deconstruct and reconstruct because we're stuck in the mindset. We're stuck in the if only. So we look at that and we get so consumed with the if only and the would have, should have, could have, that we can't see the wood for the trees, to use another common statement. Every day, we all face pressures to change to meet other people's expectations. But as I always say, you can only be you and you are incredible. There has never been anyone like you and there never will be anyone like you. And when you realize this, you'll find it incredibly freeing. You will realize that you define your own journey, whether you are changing a lifestyle habit or finding something that works just for you. This is why I was pleasantly surprised the first time I tried Noom. Noom uses psychologically based approaches to find a healthier balance that's moldable for your life and as a result more sustainable. Noom knows what you eat is about way more than just a number or measurement and it has taught me a lot about the unique relationship between what we eat, our mental well-being and our unique physical needs. Whether you want to have more energy for the tasks that bring you joy or you are looking to improve your mood and feel less stressed, Noom can help you find a plan that works for you, not someone else's expectations. With Noom, taking care of your health is empowering instead of stress-inducing. All you need is a daily 10 minutes check-in, no grueling early mornings or huge chunks out of your day. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash drleaf. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash drleaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. So how do I do this? So first thing is I'm going to use the neurocycle to fix my mindset, and then I'm going to use the neurocycle to deconstruct and reconstruct. So I'm going to gather awareness of the fact that I'm drawing up that toxic mindset. 
So I'm going to stand back and I'm going to observe myself. I'm going to get two of me, get the two chairs. I've explained this before. Or imagine wise mind, messy mind, and the messy mind's in this, and the wise mind is observing this. I'm swapping sunglasses from the light to the dark. Obviously, the dark's the messy mind, and the light ones that are prescription and that are white, I can say, like, make me see things, are the wise mind. So I can stand back and I can observe and say, okay, that kind of situation that happened in the environment triggered that toxic thought that dragged up that I can't. So first of all, let me get to the I can't, would have, should have, could have. Instead of getting consumed with it, going down a rabbit hole and getting so frustrated that I, I visualize like hindsight's always twenty twenty vision. So you look back and you, you've got this whole, you've got this whole thing of, oh, if only I'm going to put the dark glasses on. If I did this and could have and you imagine this whole scenario but hindsight's twenty twenty vision how do you know that that would have happened in the first place how do you know that those people would have responded like that you don't okay so you're kind of wasting your time but it becomes this predictive pattern so you've trained yourself to do it so the mindset's so strong that you do it so now we have to start weakening that mindset it's going to take you 63 days at least to break that mindset maybe more maybe multiple cycles depending on how long you've done it and how how often and how many thought trees it's attached to. So I'm going to put on my wise mind, my clear glasses, and I'm going to say, okay, I don't want that mindset. It's invading. It's viral. It's invading a lot more than I wanted to invade. It's invading even the good stuff. So that mindset's starting to creep over to even the good thoughts that are building, that I'm getting building a good thought, and then I'm starting to lose the benefit of that good thought, and I'm falling back into a toxic thought because of that mindset. So gather awareness of that and be very aware of describing that to yourself gather awareness i'm saying if only a lot and i'm using could have not as much or and i'm using if only to create a narrative and i'm spending a good 15 20 minutes playing hashing this out in my head and creating these scenarios that are actually quite impossible and it's making me feel okay so now you you gather and then go to reflect it's making me feel it's making me act. It's making me experience this emotion, these behaviors. It's changing. Write that down. Check. Write down all. Get all that on the, onto the metacog, which is step three. Recheck it, which is sort it all out. And then your action would be, okay, I am my reconceptualization, step four, and my, and my action. Just at step four, when you reconceptualize, you're going to start saying this kind of thing. Okay, I embrace the I can't. I embrace the if only. I embrace that narrative, but now how can I learn from that? So instead of tormenting myself about what could have happened or should have happened or would have happened or the if only, I now go and look at the data. Okay, so I like that scenario. That made me feel good. So in the future, if a similar situation happens, I will remember that scenario and remember what triggered me and remember I liked, I've made that narrative, so I like that. I like that would have, could have, should have. It made me want that. So let me really memorize that and build an insurance policy in my brain so that when similar situations happen, I know what makes me feel good. I know what I'm going to would have, should have, could have. So I'm going to take that would have, could have, should have, and I'm going to build it into an insurance policy network that is a mindset that is now suddenly the if only could have, would have, should have becomes this knowledge source that's going to help you. So the next time you have a toxic situation that triggers a toxic thought that has this I could have, should have, would have thing into it that blocks you from detoxing this, I'm going to say, no, I don't if only could have, should have, would have. I'm going to first get into the right mindset 
And I'm first going to put this on and then I'm going to start doing the work of detoxing this issue if it's a repeated issue that keeps coming up, which means it's some sort of pattern. In other words, you have now made the I can't, could have, would have, should have that we see as negative. I've embraced those. I have taken the data of the narrative of what I liked. In other words, if I did this and if I said that, then this would have happened. That person would have said this and this is how it would have gone. I've taken that data. I've built it into this tree as a probability. So probabilities are things that may happen. But in a probabilities mindset, I've got all this data, but I've also got room for error or change. So that's what I would like to happen. That's kind of the baseline. But I have a possibilities mindset now that enables me to not be thrown if, I do, if that doesn't exactly pan out like that or if I don't exactly get that because nothing's ever quite the same. But I have a baseline, so I have possibilities, and I'm also open to more possibilities to make adjustments to maybe make the narrative a little bit different. So I have made the toxic trauma, or torment, I should say, into a healthy knowledge base that gives me options and keeps the door open for probabilities of how I'm going to behave, how I can respond and communicate. So I do not then get stuck in I can't working against me, I can't now working for me, which means that that I can't would have, could have, should have net that has invaded so many of my parts of my brain and body and mind, and that gets activated way too often, even in the good things, in the 63-day neurocycle where I'm describing, has now been eliminated. So now I remember in my life how I used to do that. I don't do it anymore. And if I catch myself, it's so fast. I catch myself this because this is so well developed. This jumps up and I stop and I immediately say, I can't. And I don't deny it. I don't suppress it. I say, okay, I'm saying I can't. Why am I saying I can't? What can I do? Or if only. Okay, what, 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 what's my if only here? What's the data? What's the reason? What's it? And I do a neurocycle. Or if it's could have, would have, should have. Whatever. I grab it. I do a neurocycle through it. I then pu- I'm pulling on this to do that. And I'm then using this overarching net mindset, new way of thinking to guide the way I'm going to view the situation. And then I'll dive into the details and do another neurocycle to detox this specifically. One of my favorite mental self-care rituals is my skincare routine, which I like to keep as simple and as natural as possible. This is why I love using Oak Essentials a company that makes it easy to create an everyday skincare routine that's clean, effective and convenient with an easy-to-follow five-step skincare regimen. Oak Essentials is made in California from plant-based quality ingredients that are packed with purpose. Guided by nature's power to sustain and replenish, Oak's formulas are non-GMO and organic whenever possible and always free from synthetic fragrances, silicones, colorants, sulfates, phthalates, parabens, PEGs, petroleum, mineral oil and nanoparticles. Oak Essentials is beauty as nature intended it. Crafted for women at any age, these highly effective essentials serve as the ultimate foundation for glowing healthy skin. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials makes skincare one of those less things to worry about. I personally love their velvety soft cleansing balm, especially when I travel. It makes my skin feel clean and refreshed, while its antioxidant-rich and moisturizing feel helps me shake off any work-related stress. Made by the team behind the California lifestyle brand Jenny Kane, Oak Essentials aims to inspire women from all walks of life to celebrate aging gracefully. Reveal your best skin with Oak Essentials at oakessentials.com. You can purchase the entire 5-step routine for $195 
or try your first product for 15% off when you use the code LEAF at checkout. That's O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S dot com, promo code LEAF. The link and details will be in the show notes. I hope that has helped you. And I hope that you're going to look at things differently. I really can see you so well with my glasses. I'm going to keep them on to make my point. You see life differently when you change your mindsets. And there's many mindsets. And I'll be talking about this and demonstrating this with all the different kinds of mindsets that can affect us and how we function. And send in your questions. Send in your questions. Follow me on social media. My social media handle is Dr. Caroline Leaf. And that's my, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can put comments in there. You can put questions in there. You can DM me. You can put in your review, wherever you subscribe, you can put questions in. Ask me about different mindsets. Now that you understand this concept, what more can I help you understand? What more can I demonstrate? Ask me and I'll answer. That's what I'm here to do to help you. Thanks so much for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you next time. And I really can see you next time. I have the right mindset. Bye-bye, everyone. Thanks for joining me. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then... I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.